This is the Little Moments Count radio podcast, created in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. Each episode, you'll hear interviews with early childhood experts on how to support the important brain development that takes place in the first 1,000 days of life, just through Little Moments every day. Learn more at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast. FM 89.9 KMOJ, no doubt, no doubt. Walter Q. Bear Banks Jr. got you on the afternoon drive and letting you know that every other Tuesday, that's right, every other Tuesday we lock in and talk about Little Moments Count. And letting you know that this episode of Afternoon Drive is presented in partnership with Little Moments Count. Little Moments Count is a statewide collaborative focusing on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first three years of life. Now, nearly 80% of brain growth happens in the first thousand days of a small person's inter- interaction. And we're talking about, you know, talking, we're talking playing, reading, singing, and the list goes on to helping them with that pe- path when it comes to that, that brain and getting it stronger and getting it with that development. And so if you like more information, you can always lock in at littlemomentscount.org. And for this afternoon, no question about it, we like to say definitely good afternoon to Angela Watts. I like to say uh, good afternoon and how are you doing? How are you doing, Q Barrett? Thank you for having me. No doubt, no doubt. For the listening audience, can you give us just a little bit about yourself when it comes to uh, being in this area of uh, child development and education and, and that whole aspect of it? Because I know you've done a whole lot right here in the Twin Cities as well when it comes to Hennepin County and, and a host of others of uh, roles of things that need to be done and have been done. Yeah, well, currently I work for Hennepin Healthcare, which people in the community knows is HCMC. And I previously worked for Hennepin County Health and Human Development. But I think my best credentials being an auntie, a co-parent, and just having that lived experience about what it's like to raise children and infants to their, health, to their healthiest development, and just learning from my peers, learning from other collaborators, and really learning about this initiative, which is really a movement. It's a movement to really empower parents we believe and I believe that parents are the architect of their children's future. And so much happened during those, happens during those early formative years, that zero to three uh, period, as you stated, when 80%, almost 80% of brain development occurs. I mean, the brain develops over a longer period of time, but those early foundational years are crucial. It's the beginning of learning and the beginning of health, your health trajectory. Now, so that's why this is important and why I'm involved. Okay. So now when we're talking about health and health disparities as well, and then we're talking about BIPOC uh, communities facing health disparities, uh, what do you say or what do you look at from a health and equity position and uh, positive outcomes of how we can make it on that positive rim? You know, so much of what we've done in this state has been about measuring disparities. I really believe in positive deviance, right? Like, not 100% of BIPOC children are underperforming or underachieving. It's really about looking at what works and what's grounded in not just the research, but in our own cultural experiences. So much, in my opinion, Cuber has been about research, but it really does come from studying intentional community practices. We know we have the power and the ability to be the lifelong trajectory for our children. So as you talked about in your opening, simple moments of just reading, singing, playing, and laughing in those early years really do build the brain for continued lifelong learning and development. It's those 
everyday interactions that any parent, caregiver, auntie, or uncle can have. As you know, parenting is a, a time of great joy and a time of great stress. So really having those supportive networks of other family members, neighbors, early childhood providers wrapped around your network really does help. And we all play a role in providing children with that emotional social support to help them grow to their fullest potential. So it really is a community effort in addition to being a parent effort. No doubt, no doubt. Now, when you're looking at uh, partnerships and we're talking about partnerships between government agencies, uh, foundations, uh, community organizations, you know, and everybody combining together to make things work when they're talking about improving the access, when we're talking quality of children's and their education, and then foreseeing, uh, you know, collaborative efforts. What do you think we can do or can do or should start doing in, in order to uh, get some of those things to excel? And that's a great question because I believe that, you know, government, uh, human service organizations and community-based organizations, and even the philanthropic community, we all want the same goal, right? Improved health, positive outcomes. I think we know what we want to do, but we don't agree on the how. How do we go about it? I think that in past years, it was all about individual effort and coming from a community that really does believe in co-centric learning and effort. It really is about collaboration. When you have complex issues and problems, it helps to have multiple stakeholders, multiple perspectives, and multiple organizations all moving in the same direction to solve these complex problems. And that's kind of what Little Moments uh, is about. We have a collaboration of over 70 different organizations, heavily infused with parents and parent power, working on this issue, really looking at a ground level. So much of what has been done previously has been top down, somebody telling us what to do. I believe in bottom-up community-oriented solutions. People who have the lived experience of some of these challenges are the best vested partners and the architects of change. So by working at the community level, working at the grassroots level, valuing lived experience and parent experience, we can begin to change that tra trajectory. And we know this is true by some of the partners that are part of Little Moments Count, like the Northside Achievement Zone, Way to Grow, Family Partnership, Joyce Preschool. These are all partners, and they bring the parents in those neighborhoods to the table to really begin to think about solutions that are going to help improve their lives in this moment and into the future. This is really about generational change starting very early in collaboration with parents. I believe in being parent-centric. So much of our organization institutions are based on outdated models, but parents need to think about real-time change and what it means in this moment, in this context. So I'm really about reimagining institutions, including our own healthcare, and how we can be more supportive and be a more catalyst for what parents need and what they tell us they want for their own children's experience and their family development. And, and, and then, uh, you know, when you're talking about change in the midst of, of that, and you're talking about the youngsters, because a lot of times, well, actually, in all times, we got to admit that most babies never asked to be here in the first place, but right. they were born by a mother and a father, and there was a combination of two together, and then all of a sudden we have life. Now, within that life that exists, how, is impo how important is it to, uh, to show those little youngsters that family love and that unity of love, you know, compared to the, the, the always, you know, you're right and I'm wrong and I'm wrong and you're right and, and arguing and the craziness that elevates. How, how important is it for the babies at a very young age to see that four-letter word of love? 
You're absolutely right, Q Bear, because we're talking about is parental stress. And to be honest and candid about it, being a parent is a time of great joy. And as I said, it's a time of immense stress, right? So many things are on you trying to go to work, create a livelihood, help your other children who may be older in the household, you know, different things going on in the community. But the one thing we want to promote for parents to think about, the greatest gift you can give your child is you. We all think about toys and want to get them to devices and all these things to make them smarter. But the best way to make your baby smarter is to give you that time of you, uh, that intense time of, of interaction, playing, talking, reading. They want you. You know, we tend to want all these toys and different things for children, but they want things that are you and things around the house that you can do with that are no cost. You know, uh, children are like scientists. They want to explore nature, being outside with them, playing with them, making up stories, sharing parents' culture and experiences. These are all the things that build attachment to children and build attachment to you. It's about that human interaction, that human development, and having time to nest and be with your child. You know, there may be conflict in the home, but the best way to mitigate that is, like I said, to build a network of support for yourself, which is what Little Moments Count is about through our partners like NAS and Way to Grow and the Family Partnership. We have family nights where families can come together in safe environments. We have Club Mom and Club Diva. Whereas you're feeling that stress, there are other parents there who can support you, affirm what you're going through because it is a stressful time. We don't want to mitigate that, but also support you in the things you're doing right and well. And that's critically important, I think. Parents do the best job they can with all the stress and societal factors we're all dealing with let's be face it so many of our institutions aren't parent-centric in terms of times of day to go somewhere or to get a resource but having these built-in community partners and community-based supports are going to be critical where you can find that safe place to go one of our partners is the minnesota children's museum and i want to highly encourage your listeners if you haven't been to the museum because of covid or different parts of the shutdown please make time they have an equitable access program where you can be in a safe, loving environment with your child. And not only will your infant or child have fun, you'll have fun. Parents, joy, parents deserve joy and exploration as well. No doubt. And if, and if by chance um, someone's listening right now and they'd like to get more information or even get in contact with you, is there a number, is there a website, or how can they do as such? So the website for Little Moments Count is littlemomentscount.org. And they can reach me at Angela.WattsHCMED.org. So Angela.Watts at HCMED.org. Well, I want to say. Happy to continue any dialogue with anybody who wants to participate or join Little Moments Count. Well, let me, let me say to you, thank you very much for being in this community and being part of us because everything you spoke on and then even the insides and outs and how things elevate, it, it just. Is, is straightforward and it's straight on the table, you know, compared to sometimes everybody try to put all of these extra words in there that you got to try to figure out exactly what it means. But you are straightforward from the hip shooter, and I, I love that. And, and, and thank you very much for blessing the listening audience with your presence, your time, and your voice. And thank you for being a community partner. No doubt, no doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that's Angela Watson. If you like more information or you like to get a little bit of information about the show itself, for here, you want to lock in to littlemomentscount.org. It's FM 89.9 KMOJ. No question about it. It's the People's Station.
Thanks for listening to the Little Moments Count radio podcast in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. You can find the Little Moments Count radio podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast.